Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of our Loki Spoiler Special Podcasts. So you've seen all three episodes so far of Loki, or at least I hope that you have. And if you're anything like us on the Empire Podcast, especially after the last episode, Lamentus, you'll be full of questions about Sylvie, the mysterious Loki variant who wants to take down the TVA and who is now stranded on a dying planet, Lamentus 1, with Tom Hiddleston's Loki for annoying company. And you'll also have questions about Sophia Martino, the British actress who plays her. Thankfully, I was able to jump onto a Zoom call with Martino just a few hours ago and answer most of those questions in a fun interview that you'll hear in a few seconds. We didn't cover everything, though we only had 20-odd minutes, so here are a few quick facts about Sofia Martino before we get started. If you're wondering where you've seen her before, Loki, she was excellent in the darkly comedic Flowers, alongside Olivia Colman, Julian Barrett and Daniel Rigby that ran for two seasons a few years ago. She worked with Loki director Kate Heron prior to this on a bonkers short film called Smear, which is on YouTube right now and which will take about three and a half minutes of your time to watch and is worth every second. It's very, very funny. And she's on Twitter as, you'll never guess, at Sophia Martino. Right, so time now for the interview in which we discuss how she got the role in the first place, how she approached creating the character of Sylvie, pulling from all kinds of different places and inspirations, and several of the key developments from this week's episode, including lat disclosure about Loki's sexuality. Okay, here we go. Me talking to Sofia DiMartino. Do please enjoy. We're delighted to be joined on this very, very special Loki podcast by Sylvie herself, Sofia Martino. How are you? Hi. Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Excellent. Um, in sunny, sunny London. Excellent. It's not sunny at all. It's all right. <laughs> I, I was just outside. I, I'm, I'm also in London. It was, it was not, not too bad. This is not really? what was advertised today. Advertise, what was advertised was rain and and it bleakness. It was a lot worse. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I need to be optimistic about this. <laughs> <laughs> so I will absolutely take what they have given us today. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're doing well. I mean, the last two weeks in particular must have been a heck of a whirlwind for you. What's it, what's it been like being at the center of this storm? You know what? It's it's been a strange one because I I feel like I've been waiting in the wings for quite a while. Um, I haven't been able to talk to anyone about this until today. So it's been a kind of really strange few weeks just watching the show start and listening to people's reactions, but not being able to sort of talk about it. Uh, so I don't feel like I've been in the center of the storm at all. I feel like I've been sort of watching it play out. <laughs> So have you been able to say anything to anybody, family, friends, postman, anybody? Absolutely no. My mum has no idea where I've been for, you know, the past two years. It's it's been really difficult. You know, to be honest, I'm actually really good at keeping secrets. So I've, I've perhaps been too good and haven't told anyone anything like my agent no one knows anything wow <laughs> i've taken it really seriously maybe a bit too seriously that's amazing it's, it strikes me that someone who's really good at keeping secrets might not tell people that they're really good at keeping secrets so uh, now i don't know what to believe <laughs> i'm just keeping you on your toes <laughs> precisely precisely <laughs> but uh, but despite the fact you were keeping secrets there you know your your casting was announced in the show and immediately people started put, putting 
two and two together and coming up with four, five, six. But, you know, the nature of your involvement in the show was rumoured for a while. I, I remember interviewing Kate Heron for the magazine a couple of months ago and asking her specifically, you know, was Sophia Martino playing a female version of Loki? And Kate's answer was a oh, it was an exercise in diplomacy. It was absolutely wonderful. It was it was I can't say anything <laughs> about that, but I can say is that Sophia and I have known each other for a while. We've worked together and I was very excited to be working with her on this. So that's pretty much that's pretty much it. But she's uh, very good, isn't she? Very, very good <laughs> she's indeed. Very good at this. Yeah. So, um, but I guess I have to ask about how this this came about for you then, you know, because obviously you and Kate have worked together in the past. Is is that how it began for you in a way? Um, I guess, yeah. Kate and I worked together on a short film of hers a few years ago now, um, and we stayed in touch. You know, we're we're mates. We're you know, um, we'll go out for a coffee and. Um, do a bit of improv you know we've we we sort of exist in the same circles in in London so um I'm trying to remember how exactly it happened I was I was shooting a another film um in the UK and I think I got a message from Kate saying I'm on this show I'm not allowed to talk about what it is uh, there's a role we'd like to see what you do with it I can't tell you anymore just wanted to give you the heads up like really vague WhatsApp message of something (laughs) like that sort. And then um, I got um, a a request for for a tape through, through through my agent, but obviously my agency also couldn't know anything about what was happening and what it was or anything. So I I sort of made a tape. Uh, I was given a really short scene, made a tape of this, scene and just sort of had to guess what it was about I didn't know anything about the character anything about the show at all um I just played the scene and played the beats of the scene um I think it was actually what ended up being the scene from episode two which is Loki and Sylvie on the train I think it it sort of ended up being that scene but it was very different okay when I did the audition tape for it did it have the, the word Loki in the script at any point? Because no, that, that's no, a dead giveaway. No names. No, no. I think it was like Bob and Sarah or something completely different. Wow. So I didn't have a clue what it was. Okay. So at what point did the uh, did the, the penny drop? At what point did you realize that you were auditioning to play a Loki on Loki and then this incredibly complex character? I can't remember what happened first. It might have been the news that Kate was directing the new Loki came out. And then I was like, oh, maybe that's what I read for. Or if it was that I was just offered the job and they told me what it was. I can't remember what came first because it was a long time ago now. But yeah, it was a surprise. And I had a chat with Tom on FaceTime because he was in New York. I never actually met anyone because I was nine months pregnant. I couldn't fly anywhere. So yeah. I was in London. Everyone else is in the US. So I couldn't actually do a screen test with Tom or anything. He was in New York doing a play. So it was just that tape. It was just all based on that. And obviously I've worked with Kate before. So she knows that I'm not like some weirdo. Um, and, and she must have like, <laughs> um, you know, convinced them to... <laughs> to cast me but I was very surprised about the whole thing I still am that's amazing so at some point at some point I'm presuming at some point during the filming of the show 
<laughs> they told you about your character and they told you about who Sylvie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they sat you yeah. down. I mean, this isn't used to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hang on, I played what? Sylvie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no. Like when, when I was offered the job, they, Kate yeah. did like a proper pitch of, you know, the story and the character and everything. And she, you know, we're on the phone for a long time and she explained everything to me and, you know, the TVA and, and how it all works and what the rules about time are. And, and it was quite a strange set of concepts to grasp at that point because yeah. I, I knew nothing. And then I was given a lot of information. So I feel like I'm sort of still learning all of this. <laughs> did you get the, uh, did you get the Tom Hiddleston Loki lecture? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was there. Okay. How was that? <laughs> Lots of people were there. Um, yeah, it was super, super helpful. It was just amazing to um, to learn everything that we needed to know about this character and all the different sort of versions of him that have existed so far and what has worked and what hasn't worked and what Tom really likes about it and what what we wanted to focus on and, you know, the the crux of that character and what 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 that is according to tom who's just the best person to talk to about it so yeah yeah it was absolutely incredible to to hear to hear all of that information and really great for me because i didn't know that much before this job (laughs) so they had the mcu kind of passed you by you were dimly aware of it being the singer i've seen yeah i'd seen movies and really enjoyed them but i was by no means like a you know an encyclopedia like Thomas, he just yeah. knows so much. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's he's got some special knowledge, which I imagine comes in handy with this as well. Because you know, let, let's talk a, a little bit about Sylvie. As we now know her, we knew her as the variant at the end of episode two. There's every chance we'll know her by a completely different name by the end of episode four, a different name by the end of episode five, and a different name, maybe <laughs> Bob or Sarah, by the end of episode six. Who knows? <laughs> But what is clear is that there's there's elements of a Loki in there. There's maybe elements of another character. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But where did you start? Because what's clear to me is that this is not, you're not doing a Tom Hiddleston impression. This is not your take on a Tom Hiddleston Loki. This is a very, very different iteration of that character. So where did you start? Yeah. Well, probably exactly there, making that decision that I didn't want to go in and do an impression of Tom. That would have been awful. <laughs> I'm really bad at impressions for a start. Uh, I mean, Sylvie's very different to Loki in a lot of ways. And I think for me, I was really, I mean, there's the chaos and there's the mischievous, which is a very, a very Loki trait. But for me, I was really interested in how angry she is and how sort of laser focused she is on this mission that she's given herself. And um I think that plus the playfulness really sort of helped me get into the character. I think my my background is I've I've done, you know, bits of comedy and I also mm. used that I think to 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 find what's funny about her and and the sort of deadpan looks that she gives to Loki was something that I wanted to, you know, use and and the playfulness between the two of them and that sort of bickering that they that they do so much of by episode three which is where we're at you know they they're sort of there's a starting to sort of mutually respect each other but there's a lot of bickering still going on and it's I guess I just I don't know I think I'm just quite 
instinctual when it comes to that and and so that was the way I started and then obviously the the, the stunt training and the fight training really helped me with her physicality and we were we were all really keen on her being um really strong sort of um street fighter almost like she's not as elegant as Loki she's mm. a bit rough around the edges she's had a harder time in a way she's been on the run for the majority of her life you know getting into scraps and I like the idea that she she quite she sort of really enjoys fighting and she really gets something out of it that's because she knows that she's probably going to win right so she yeah, she, quite enjoys she's, like she's got that Loki confidence people. yeah yeah. yeah yeah and that's where her cockiness comes through maybe yeah. um so that was part of it as well and then you know as soon as you put the costume on and you're you know you're just like you're there aren't you it's, yeah <laughs> what was that like because the, the costume says so much as well there's there's the the headpiece which obviously has a missing horn which says a lot about the scrapes that she's got to, in, into the past and also mm. also says that this isn't the lucky we might be expecting yeah exactly yeah the costume we were really we were really keen on sort of making the costume look like it's been through the ringer a bit and she's sort of gathered bits of it from places that she's been um throughout her journey we didn't want her to be too um clean and shiny and it was also important to me that it was a really comfortable costume and that i could actually fight in it and i Mm. could kick in it and just do things that I needed to kick and not have to worry about breaking it or being uncomfortable, you know, yeah. and um, Christine Wider, the costume designer was amazing at just making it super comfy. Yeah. And, but I still felt like a badass when I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what sort of conversations did you have with, with Kate and with Michael Waldron as well about, about the character, about filling in her backstory uh, also, and uh, just about, you know, things like keeping your accent, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we talked at length about sort of what she's, what she's sort of been through and her, what her backstory is. And, you know, you have to keep watching to find out more about that. <laughs> but I think the accent thing, I mean, I could have, I could have gotten rid of it and, and done more of, you know, an RP accent, but I think, I think it was important to us to show that she's, she's not the same as Loki, right? So mm-hmm. she's got a slightly different accent and m- maybe it's just nice and refreshing to have an accent like that in the MCU. That's what I think. <laughs> Absolutely, because you're you're from Nottingham, aren't you? And uh, I am. Yeah, our, yeah. Ben Travis, who's a colleague of ours on the podcast, he's also from Nottingham. So you know, he was ah, he was very okay. excited. To, to hear I your bet. Accent. Well, yeah. you know, it's kind. Of, I would have been really excited as a as a kid. I think to to hear an accent like mine on the telly, full stop. Never mind, yeah. you know, on something like a Marvel and Disney show. But I think as well, like Sylvie's, like I've said before, she's not as sort of polished as Loki. She had she she didn't grow up as a princess. Mm. She's she's sort of more of of the streets in a way. And I think my accent maybe is just like a reflection of that as well. Yeah. It's I'm just I'm not as posh. <laughs> <laughs> and that works for the character and we decided <laughs> just going back as well to the speculation that began when your casting was announced and some people were speculating and you may not be able to say too much at this point in time i understand that but when your casting was announced people were saying oh are you playing lady loki and then other people were going no 
she might be playing the Enchantress. And the interesting wrinkle with episode three is that you're Sylvie, which is the name that the Enchantress shares, but you're also definitely a Loki. So there seems to be a real blending of those two very different characters. What can you say about that at this point in time? You're a very smart man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the character is Sylvie and mm-hmm. she is a variant of Loki, mm-hmm. but you know, she's, she's a character in, in her own right. And she has, she has sort of redesigned herself as, as Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, you know, the show is inspired by the comics, but yeah. it, it's a new story and yeah. it's a new backstory for Sylvie. Yeah, it's very rare that anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe will directly adapt something that happened in the comics. So, which I love about it because it'll constantly surprise you. Um, And you mentioned earlier on the scene that you kind of auditioned with, which became that wonderful conversation between you and Tom's Loki on the train, which takes in all Mm. these different philosophical discussions about love, what love is, is it a a mistake, is it mischief, is it a dagger? Mm And also has that wonderful moment where you're talking about your your romantic pasts and Loki confirms that he is bisexual, which has been received rapturously since the episode came out. And it's such a huge moment. I know it was important to Kate as well. What can you say about that, first of all, about filming that moment? Did you get a sense of its momentousness when you were filming it? I knew how important it was, yeah. And I, I'm just so pleased that it's been received so well and people are you know, super happy to, to have seen that scene and to, like I said, the, the, the show is inspired by the comics and the comics for a long time um, have alluded to Loki being bisexual, pansexual, or mm. um, his sexuality is not straight. And even back to maybe Norse mythology, I think that character has had, you know, so mm. it's, so it's, 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 it was important to Kate. It was also important to me and Tom that this, you know, was, represented in in a, a six hour story about that character yeah because you know representation's important absolutely and it's it's such a beautifully written scene as well and uh can you just talk about your memories of, of filming that filming that those that those exchanges about not just seeing tom singing in what i presume is norwegian uh and what that was like <laughs> for you but also just that that exchange that exchange about love and uh, how important it is for Two characters, because we've only just met Sylvie, of course, but two characters, Loki, we haven't really seen Loki consider the idea of love or falling in love or being frail in that way or vulnerable in that way before. So it seemed like a very important exchange. Yeah, it's a super important, a, a super important scene. And it it was interesting to, to shoot it because it's the first time that you see Sylvie vulnerable and it's just a really important moment for the two of them to understand each other in a, in a different way and not just be miffed by each other for the first time. And when we were filming it, it's quite a long scene and it just felt really good to do a long talky scene, which it, I mean, it didn't feel long when we were doing it, but it was nice to get into those characters. And so it felt like doing a play, you know, when you really, you go a bit deeper and, it's great. It's just another way of understanding the character that you're playing and, you know. 
Mm. Listening to Tom singing was also an experience. <laughs> <laughs> when she sings, she sings "Come Home." When she said, "Well, it's been in my head ever since." It's a, that, that thing's really? an earworm. It's an earworm. Didn't he do such a good job of learning all those words? I was just, oh my god, I was just amazed that he could learn a song in a different language, and he did it so quickly. Like one day he got the words, and the next day he was like fluent in Norwegian. That's Tom Hiddleston, isn't it? He's yeah. just so smart. Yeah, Google Translate. I tried to I tried to learn some Norwegian for the show via Google Translate and it did not go well. So my hat's off to, to Tom. But uh but that scene as well has a really interesting uh, layer to it, which is you know, Loki and Sylvia talk about love and they're talking about maybe relationships they've had in the past. You mentioned a postman whom you know the internet has gone oh, yeah. nuts with speculating about who that might be. Okay. They have. Well, this- <laughs> so funny. Sophia, welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You could mention anything, <laughs> and within seconds, the internet would be a buzz with speculation about it. That's that's the way it works. But uh, I love how much everyone's engaging with it. Can I just say, I yeah. do, it's just so wonderful to to see how 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 much you know the fans and people coming to it for the first time even and just engaging with it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's yeah, it's 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 wild. The stuff that is speculated about is wild. But uh but in that scene you have this playful banter between yourself, this back and forth between Tom and yourself, between Loki and Sylvie. And it made me think that you know, this is getting into some deeply weird territory, but is there a chance that these two might be attracted to each other, given that the most Loki thing I can think of is that Loki would be attracted to Loki, if you know what I mean? Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Interesting that you saw that. I guess I guess you'll just have to keep watching and see if you're right. Damn it! <laughs> now we will have to keep watching. Sorry. Oh, this is a disgrace. I'm furious about the whole thing. I'm going to have to watch the rest of it. I'm just going to watch the last three episodes. Uh, Okay. (laughs) That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, Well, speaking of things you probably can't talk about as well at this point in time, you know, Sylvie's past. I I get the sense from previews of what's coming up, but we're going to see maybe a younger Sylvie. We're going to get a sense of her backstory because, as you mentioned, she's angry with the TVA. So do we get a sense of exactly why she's angry with the TVA? We need to know, don't we? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's super angry and, yeah, you know, you just got to keep watching and <laughs> you'll, you'll figure out why. You're a smart right. guy, Chris. I'm a smart guy. I'm a smart guy. I, I, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. We'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see what people are speculating online. <laughs> and then the, the postman's going to come in in episode five and then deliver something That's to you. Funny. And it's all going to kick off postman. from there. <laughs> oh, believe it. Believe it. But the... Uh, but in this episode was really interesting as well because of the way that it just suddenly threw all the other characters out, apart from Gugu, just for a second, mm. pretty much, and put you and Tom together. So essentially your first real experience of the show, bar that brief bit in episode two, was a two-hander with Tom Hiddleston. So what was that experience like for you, you know, getting a sort of this, this Loki masterclass beside Loki in a way? You know what? It was great because... I feel like we needed that episode to sort of get to know each other and for the characters to get to know each other at the same time. And it was just, you know, a bit of both. Um, So we could really just get into that. You know, there's a lot of scenes where we're sort of just chatting and it's, it was great to be able to do that after, I think I'd done a lot of just stunts and fighting up to that point. So it was refreshing to actually get to, have a conversation without beating someone up. 
And were you on green screens or were you on those new big video monitors that they have where they can have they have the backgrounds on the on video behind you? Oh no, no, it was green screen. It was old school, okay. yeah. It's amazing what they do. It's incredible. I mean, there was also a lot of incredible sets built. Um, There was a little bit of green screen in the exterior, in the exterior stuff. Apart from Sheru, Sheru was an entire set that was built in a sort of circle so that we could do the, what looked like the one shot, you know, with the stitches where we're sort of running through Sheru. That was all a set, which was just incredible. And then a bit of green screen in the other exteriors, yeah. Okay, interesting. And uh, I, I imagine that when you get on that set, that incredible Sheru set, that you know, you, you look at Kate and you go, "We're a long way from Smear," you know, which is a, a yeah. short film which was shot in a mega quick time, I'm guessing. And look where we are now. Yeah, yeah it was definitely it's definitely one of those moments where you're stood there and you're like, "Oh, I'm in a Marvel Studios show with Tom Hiddleston." Wow. All right. No pressure. <laughs> like, I, I think I buried my head in the sand until moments like that. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm going to let you go because I know that you uh, have to go for a chippy with Kate Heron at some point, unless, of course, you've already had it. <laughs> Not yet. We need Not to yet. do it. I think she's still a bit jet lagged. Uh, um, unbelievable. It will be done, though. Trust me. It, it will, will be done. Well, amazing. That went very quickly. It did, Thanks, didn't it? Chris. It did. It was, a, it was an absolute pleasure. Sophia Martino. thank you so much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. And that was Sofia DiMartino. Very much enjoyed talking to her. And you'll see her, of course, as Sylvie, or whatever she's going to be called next week, in the next episode of Loki, which is due on Wednesday, June 30th. And as usual, the Empire Podcast team, including the Empire Podcast Marvel Studios Fanfare Orchestra, will be on hand to do a deep dive into the show on Thursday. And there's so much more spoiler special content coming your way as well over the coming days and weeks. So much so that you'll need a functioning temp pad to be able to listen to it all. So keep them peeled. There's lots of exciting developments that are going to be happening in the spoiler special channel. As ever, thank you so much for subscribing. If you don't already listen to the regular Empire podcast, a new episode is out today, Friday, with guest Natalie Emmanuel. So have a listen to that. It's a lot of fun. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to this. See you next time. Bye.